this week, or this weekend, I guess I should, I should say, <laughs> I got to check off two of uh, my most anticipated movies of the year. One of them Ooh. wasn't actually on my list because it was on last year's list, and we made that qualification. But I actually got to see Bo is Afraid in a theater, which I was kind of like, I didn't think that was going to be possible. I'd waited too mm. long. And again, three hours, it's just like fitting that into your it's day, it's just hard. Um, so me and my roommate took a train into the city, went to Boston Common, saw it in Boston Common. Full disclosure, we missed the first five minutes because of the train situation and all that stuff. Um, but got to see Bo is Afraid, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix, written and directed by Ari Aster. This is his third movie. Um, this is a fucking weird movie, dude. This is yeah. like, when I left the film, I wasn't sure that I even liked it a little bit. Like, literally, when I walked out, I was like... Yeah. And then I thought about it a lot for the last 24 hours, because I literally saw it yesterday, today being Monday. And the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, it's it's in on its own joke. Like, the point mm. is the fact that this movie is overlong, overly meandering, overly, like, just, like, he he lingers on things for two, like, shots that I'm like, Ari, speed it up here. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, there are scenes that I'm, like, literally looking at my watch going, like, what are you, what is happening here? And How have I, we re- still been in this moment? Yeah, because yeah. the movie is as simple as this. Joaquin Phoenix's character, Bo, has to go from his apartment to his mom's house. That's literally mm-hmm. what it's about, and through a series of circumstances, a bunch of terrible things happen to him in his life. And Also the plot of Shaun of the Dead. Exactly, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also this kind of surrealist black comedy that is like one part tragedy, one part like straight up almost borderline slapstick stuff. Like it is, mm-hmm. it toes that line very strangely. Um, and in, you know, classic Ari fashion, he really goes for it. Like there are moments that are, pretty disturbing and like you know there's a lot of death involved and as all yeah. of his films are but you know it is it is like borderline non-narrative and i listened to a podcast with him on it today and he was like it's a picaresque film which i'm like okay and i looked that up and i was like oh this is definitely <laughs> what that is it's like just like this crazy odyssey about this guy who may or may not be with it and may or may not be trustworthy yeah. may or may not be a good person and it's kind of like this real-time indictment of not just his character, but everything around him that made him the way he was. And, you know, it's all about guilt. and But it's also about, like, nothing. It's really strange. Um, and the more I've sat with it, the more I've liked it. I still can't say that I love it. And I definitely don't know who to re- recommend this to because it's very, sure. like... Um, someone met, said this on a podcast about this, too. It's assaultive, the way that it's so particular in its execution and it's like i just it is i've never seen a movie like this in my entire life um beautifully made the filmmaking is amazing joaquin phoenix is incredible like this is kind of his role like no one could have done this but him sure um and he's fully engaging he's good at that yeah he's good at connecting with stuff that i'm like no one's going to give up a performance like yes and this is truly one of those things um it's you know, I it's going to challenge you no matter who you are as a viewer. It's going to be, you're either going to hate it or maybe like it a bit, but it's confusing. Yeah. It's, it's a movie that's, I think, designed to test the audience in a lot of different ways. Um, and I, to be honest, I just respect the balls on this guy for making this movie. I'm like, how did you yeah. get this across the line, dude? This is, and this originally was longer. 
like holy shit what did you cut like <laughs> it is crazy wow. and the last 20 minutes like the movie ends and then there's 20 more minutes it's like it's crazy it's one of those like wow and then the final it just keeps shot, going and going and going and yeah. the final shot i didn't stay for the whole credits but the final shot i believe stretches through the entire credits and um it is wow it's it's bold, man. It's a bold fucking movie, and um, and I'm glad he did make it. But wow, is it strange? So um, it's it's a twenty four, right? <laughs> it is a twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, shout out Amy Ryan, Nathan Lane, um, Patty Lupone, Parker Posey is in this like really fantastic cast of like Broadway and comic stars yeah. um, that are just Interesting. batshit crazy in the way that's like it's it's cra- it's just weird I, once it hits streaming you should watch it i don't think yeah. you should see this in a theater <laughs> is it like where does it land on the horror versus thriller uh spectrum neither it's not really horror like there are elements that are horrific but it's mm-hmm. it is it is almost a flat out comedy like um, oh, wow. in a dark way like there are things yeah. that happen that you're like that's fucked but it's funny like what you're doing is funny like you're torturing this guy for 3 hours basically but hmm. I respect the hell out of it. That's kind of where I landed. I just respected the the swing, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but was afraid. I I can't wait to see what Ari does next. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. That talk about a career. Yeah. I. Uh, it's interesting. Like his career, I feel like his first three movies have garnered such attention in a way that like not a lot of people's first three movies do. No. You know. And. Is that good or bad or like who? Yeah, it's tough to. Yeah, <laughs> tough to to measure. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Bo is afraid. Interesting time. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll touch on something real quick because we've talked about it uh, somewhat at length already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched Air uh, this past weekend. Yes, on Prime, right? Um, yeah, it came out on Prime like you know, no rental, anything. Just like here you go, which I guess it is in Amazon Studios movie so but like still, that was like, <laughs> yeah but i like i was kind of just like oh that must be for like 4.99 or something and it, right. it just started playing and i was like okay okay you're watching air <laughs> i really like this movie this movie's really well done yeah um matt damon again doing his matt damon thing that i don't understand why it's engaging but it is it's so engaging ben affleck i think has such a unique unique's not the word uh defined filmmaking style um like there there wasn't really much that was overly special in terms of the filmmaking in this film sure yeah it's just all really clean and really tight and really like well done um the only criticism i could make in terms of the filmmaking was i wish like the stakes had felt a little bit higher sure but also it's a movie about a shoe so like and and we all know what the Air Jordan is, so like the stakes can only be so high, right? But yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, it makes me laugh. The guy who plays the let me look up his name. Hold on, the guy who plays the actual shoe designer. Yes, in the basement. In the basement, Matthew Marr. Mm. Uh, as soon as I saw him, I laughed because. I know him. He's had a pretty like long career at this point, but I always recognize him as the bartender in Dogma. Oh my god! At the end of Dogma, Jason Lee goes, "Let me get a holy bartender." Yeah, 
And the guy was like, I don't even know how to make that. And that's who it is. <laughs> and I, in my head, I'm just like this guy and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon who play Loki and Bartleby and Dogman have just yeah. been like friends for the past like two decades. And they're like, we're putting him um, in. And he's like, oh, you'll be perfect. So like I laughed at yeah. that. That's such a weird side note to like bring up in terms of a review of uh, uh, of Air. But he was really good in this. Everyone's yeah. really good in this. Like Viola Davis was like amazing. Um, yeah. And like honestly amazing with not really a lot to do. No, no. And I was just like I was I was in it. I was like clipping right along. I was like, yeah, here we go. Air yeah. Jordan. I appreciate that Michael Jordan's not really in it. Yep. You know, as much as one could avoid such a thing, but. Totally. Um, but they did it with care yeah. and they made it work. Yeah. And uh, Chris Tucker, great. <laughs> Chris Tucker. So yeah. everyone had like, oh, and Jason Bateman too. Like really, really mm -hmm. good. And I mean, he's doing Jason Bateman basically, but like he's really good. Like he just yeah. is good. And so it, it totally works. And again, like I don't think anyone really stepped out of bed. Like they didn't really push their own boundaries in this movie. Yeah. But it wasn't a movie that required that. Like, even Viola yeah. Davis, I'm like, you know, she does an incredible monologue because she's yeah. fucking Viola Davis and she does incredible monologues, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone there, like, for the most part, is capable of, like, a powerhouse performance, totally. but it wasn't really called for in this movie. No, no. Shout out Chris Messina, too. Yes. Who I love him just showing up in. The dude has such a fascinating career. I know. <laughs> and, like, he does what he does so well, but it's always, like... Oh hey, what's up, Chris Pacino? I know it's so it's wearing a suit again. I see it's awesome. Uh it is good, and I'm glad. I mean, everyone, go check it out. It's on Prime right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> just go watch it. Just two hours, directed by Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, on his run. I can't wait to see yeah. what he does next. Truly, because he's truly. kind of done like everything. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I could see you doing a straight up comedy next. Like, well, I get the feeling, and we don't have to focus on this, but I, I. So Argo was 2012, and I want to say it was just after that that he started getting involved in Batman. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I think kind of became the thing of, you know, oh, I've this is what I'm doing. Like this right. kind of stuff is is where we're at. Um, that timeline might not line up exactly. I think but. you're, I think you're pretty right though, because it was the town, yeah. and then Argo like two years later, and then he was Batman. And then Batman versus Superman, yeah. Yeah, and then that was it. Um, he was like an EP on all of those and like, you know, became a nightmare yeah. for everybody involved, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it was Argo 2012, Gone Girl 2014, mm -hmm. and then 2016, Batman v Superman. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, so like what I'm getting at is like, I'm excited by the idea of him kind of going back to doing directing more stuff because he's arguably a better director than he is an actor. I don't know if I'd stand by that, but that's I definitely I'm throwing stand that by out that. there. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I can't wait to see what he does next. I don't think he has anything lined up, but I'm like the guy can kind of do whatever, and I I want him and Matt to kind of write more stuff. And I'm like, I just you know, yeah, yeah, I'm about it. He actually has two movies directing mm. in development right now. Really, Witness for the Prosecution and Keeper of the Lost Cities. Okay, <laughs> Rock and roll. don't need to know more. That's great. Um, yeah. So, Air, go watch it. It's great. Yeah, go watch it. It is good. Well, another movie that's good. Uh, I checked out, because this also is on Prime. This is a rental, though. Uh, How to Blow Up a Pipeline, you can rent for like six bucks right now on Prime. Which yeah. Which 
I was hoping to you see were hyped this about the that one, right? Very hyped. This was, I believe, my runner-up for the year. Um, yeah. And I had only heard about it because people were talking about it last year and it got, uh, I think, picked up by Neon for distribution, which mm-hmm. is why any of us are seeing it now. Uh, this movie directed by, I think, written and directed by Daniel Goldhaber um, and is about a group of young environmental activists who, like the title says, are looking to go blow up a a pipeline to kind of send a message to that industry that, like, this is, one, terrible for the environment, and two, it's not sustainable. Like, if this, their whole thing is, like, if this happens, look at all the, this one little thing happens, look at the ramifications of this. Yeah. Like, how viable is this if one thing happens, this, this like, the, the price of oil shoots up and all of that stuff. This is a really, really, really entertaining and tight, like, thriller heist film that yeah. feels like old school but new school in the same at the same time because it's shot, I believe it's shot on film. There's a lot of really, like, slow zooms that makes it feel older, mm-hmm. but the way that it's told and the, the, the sheer, like, energy that's coming off of this um, that kind of pushes and propels this movie forward feels very new because it's very, it's quick, um, but it is just so engaging and, and in a way that's like not heavy handed in the, in like the, the thematic elements and the message of the film, like it's very clear what the filmmakers want from you, but it's also not like beating you over the head with it. It's also just a good heist film that basically is just the heist portion of a heist movie because Mm -hmm. it starts with them meeting up. And then it goes throughout their planning stage, uh, uh, like after the plan has already been set in motion. And then um, the character development comes through flashbacks where you're just learning about each of the characters as they go along this mission. Mm. And like there's some twists and turns throughout, but it's just an incredibly compelling, well-made uh, film that's beautifully shot, wonderfully acted. I hadn't seen many of the people in this before. Um, Sasha Lane I had seen before. She was in a couple shows and movies. Uh, Ariella Barrera, I think, is in a couple things. But, but beyond that, I'm like, I don't know any of these people. And they were all phenomenal at what they did. Um, Forrest Goodluck, nice. who I believe is is a Native American uh, man, just mm-hmm. straight up a, an amazing performance. Like he was kind of the rage element of the sure. of it, and you could feel it even when he wasn't talking. You're just like. There's an energy here that's like palpable. Um, I I really love this. You know, if you've got six bucks kicking around, it's really worth it. It's like one of the better movies of the year for sure. Um, and it's different from just about anything else I've seen. It's just compelling in a different way that's unconventional in my opinion. And yeah, it doesn't try to make itself into anything more than it is. It's like cut and dry, how to blow up a pipeline, beginning, end. Yeah. And it's great. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> title really great. reflects what you're getting. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I would I highly recommend this film. Nice. Make sure I get that on the watch list. Yeah, yeah. Uh and I assume it's only gonna get cheaper from here as as time yeah. goes on. So <laughs> um, but yeah, how to blow up a pipeline. Nice. nice. Um, I will add this to my uh my watch list, although I need to get better at consulting my watch list. Oh, dude. Before I start watching a movie, because I watched a movie this past week Ah, um, <laughs> that I it's a, it's from 2012, I mm. believe. Uh, and I remember this coming out and I remember rolling my eyes when it came out originally. Yeah. Um, and I, for the life of me, don't really know what possessed me to hit play on it. 
Um, but I watched Escape Plan, which is the Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Escape from Prison movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've seen this. <sighs> this movie is a roller coaster. <laughs> And I don't mean a roller coaster in terms of its plot. No. But a roller coaster in terms of its, oh, this is not bad. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Oh, that's an interesting thing there. Oh, my God, this is terrible. Like, yes. oh, no, I'm kind of like engaged here. And oh, okay, oh, now God. we've shut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I hit play fully knowing this was the Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Mm-hmm. Um was still wicked surprised when Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up because he doesn't show up until about half an hour in. I know. And I kind of was just like, oh, this is a, a Stallone movie. Okay, cool. We're clipping right, right along. Um, and then he has this big reveal and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Right. Oh, yes. I forgot this was coming. <laughs> oh, shit. This movie knows exactly what it is. I think it's not good. Like I rated it two and a half stars. Yeah, um, it has moments. Um where it has interesting things. But honestly, I think Arnold Schwarzenegger is what really pulls it down for me. Really? Because for whatever reason, like I can, I can dig on a bad Sly Stallone movie, but there's something about his performance. It's like every time he's in a scene with Stallone, he's like, he, it feels like he's borderline giggling. He's like, get it, get it. We're like, we're in this movie together. Like it's, it's the two of us. We're in this. He's like, oh yeah, I'm like, oh I'm, God. I'm in a movie with Sylvester Stallone and <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's in a movie with me. And it's just like every time. Oh God. It's like, it just, and it's weird because it's not like he's a bad actor. No. I mean, he's not great, but he is iconic. And like, you don't just laugh at Arnold Schwarzenegger in like Terminator or like any of his classic roles. And I'm like, and I don't know if there's been things more recently that I wouldn't laugh at him in, but like, yeah, you know, um, but man, this whole thing, I was just like, and then the plot just gets preposterous, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. This might be a spoiler. Isn't Sly like the architect of the prison? Or something? Didn't he like design? No, so he. <laughs> oh god! It's so it's so bad. It's like the <laughs> script wants it so bad. Uh, so Stallone breaks out of prisons professionally. Like he, you know, oh, he gets yeah. sent into prisons to break out, and to then he tells the, the prison yeah. run people. Um, Here's your and he area. writes a book about escaping from prisons. And Jim Caviezel, who is like the warden, to which is like so bizarre considering I'm like, oh, that's like Jesus. Yeah. Um, but Jim Caviezel plays this douchebag warden who like is obsessed with the book and like built the prison based on his book. Right. And it becomes like a whole wannabe plot point, you know. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It, it's just like. The action scenes, I was kind of into it. Sure. But yeah. like anything else, I was just like, this is dumb. This is like any plot point we can come up with to get us like to the escape. Right. Yeah. I think there is a, an, a, a second escape plan. I think there's a third escape plan. Jesus Christ. Dave Bautista's in the second escape plan. Yeah. And 50 uh, Cent. 
50 cents in the first one for no reason. <laughs> 50 cent plays their tech guy. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, I just want to be a, like uh, on the wall, fly on the wall of like who was casting this movie and said, we need, we need- the tech guy. Let's get 50 cent. got to be 50. <laughs> there is a third one. Oh, yeah. good God. It's weird because the cast is insane. It's Stallone and Schwarzenegger, but Jim Caviezel, 50 Cent, Sam Neill, yeah. Vinnie Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio, like Amy Ryan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. Through line. Wow. Well. Not good. Two and a half stars. I feel like there'll be a fourth Goes one. by quick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's a good, like, you can put it on and, like, do something else at the same time. Right. Which, <laughs> I don't know. If that's the qualifier, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good to just put on and not pay attention to. Yeah. Um, we always need some of those. Shit. All right. Um. Um. <laughs> so let me throw one more out here. Just yeah. I want to touch on because it's interesting. Sure. Um, it's not. I don't have a lot to say about it, but I watched this movie I randomly found on Netflix the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, this was yesterday, actually. Um, called Win It All. Win it all, which is a Jake Johnson movie. Oh, um, it's a small indie that he does, and he's done a few of these with Joe Swanberg. Swanberg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's done like Drinking Buddies, yeah, um, and Nights and Weekends. Um, and VHS was the 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 other one, but um, yes, this movie is really interesting. It's really quiet, basically. Um. Jake Johnson's a gambling addict um, who has a unid- further never again identified uh, character show up and leave him a bag of an undisclosed amount of money. Um, As one does. Basically putting temptation in his lap. Sure. Um, and it kind of follows him as he he's like, okay, I'll take like $500 from the bag to gamble with. And then, sure. Like, and then it becomes the up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. And then it ends. Uh, this movie is more or less missing a third act. Um, oh. Which is really bizarre. <laughs> okay. Uh, it, it's resolution, and I won't say anything too spoiler spoilery, but its resolution is the resolution to, like, the B-plot. Oh. And then it just kind of, and that's it. Um, and it made me go, wait, was I supposed to be paying attention to this other part way more? Because that's not what this story is about. So Right. That's very, that's very odd. Yeah. Okay. Netflix very interesting. Original? Netflix original. Yep. Um, okay. Okay. Keegan-Michael Key and uh, Joe Latrulio. Yeah. It. It, it has its funny moments. It has its serious moments. Yeah. It's wicked short. Um, it's just an interesting shot on film. Definitely. You can feel it. Yeah. Interesting indie. Interesting. It feels like, I would say it feels like a resume builder kind of thing, but I mean, I don't know that, but like, that's kind of where it's like, yep, I made a movie. I made this movie to yeah try this or to try that or something like that. So, which is weird. Cause I'm like Joe Swanberg, like he's been around forever. Like him and Greta Gerwig used to collaborate yeah. like, over a decade ago. And, um, and Jake Johnson, I mean, like he's, he's big. It's yeah. like, it's very odd. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe it's not a, uh, Maybe resume builder is the wrong word, but it's like a um, like keep your name in the circulation. Yeah, yeah. I I, I got to make something. I don't have anything specific I want to make, but yeah, this has been, you know, what I 
yeah, this looks like a good script to do. Yeah. Because I'm, yeah, don't have time, but. Right, and we can just do it. Or like, have time. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's not, it's not a big film. It probably, you could probably shoot this in three, four weeks. Sure. Tops, totally, you know? yeah. And probably didn't um, cost like that much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. interesting. Um, Don't know if I'll check it out, but. <laughs> yeah, I. it's not super, super worth it. Yeah. Something that we're just going to touch on very quickly here. That's also super increasingly not worth it uh, is our favorite show, Citadel. Yeah. Episode four. Episode four, which means we're only two away from the end. It's two and to go. as you're listening to this episode, one more will be out, which means there's one left to go. No, it's on Fridays. It's, oh, it is it's on yeah, Thursdays. Sunday. Never mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, wait a minute. What am I saying? This is coming out on Sunday. So, yeah, it's already yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am starting to really have a problem with just getting to the end of these episodes now um, mm-hmm. in a way that I didn't really the first couple because they were just dumb and didn't require much of you. And this episode tries to twist things in multiple directions at the same time yeah. where it's adding character depth that is not favorable to anyone and also yep. adding twists and turns that just don't frankly make any sense in yeah. terms of what's going on. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm, I'm this episode. I, it just kind of like it ended in me. And my roommate were like, what the fuck was that? It had ambitions. I feel like totally. to be a bottle episode. Totally. That it just couldn't pull off. No. It was like, oh yeah, we'll do like a whole flashback thing about this whole. And then it was like, but, Really, we actually also have to address this other stuff that's going on. And like we have this C plot that we want to keep talking about and this and that and that and that. And I'm like, Can't. it's it's like it's actually bad. Yeah. I was sitting there and I was like, I feel like I'm watching a really, really long trailer. Yes. Like every minute of this had trailer energy of like, you know, Madden going like, we've got to do this. And then like turning and like storming out of the room or something. And I'm like, flash cut to a drone shot going over the, like, yeah, it was. Yes. And everything felt unmotivated. Like at one point he runs, he walks into the room and kicks a chair across (laughs) the room. and, And I was like. You weren't that mad before, and also, Mason why mad. are you mad about this? Like, what is going on? And then I thought you were professional. Yeah. And I was like, who's the leader here? Because he's yeah. just basically telling the director, like, this is how it is. We're doing this. And yeah. I was like, and then she says no, and he does it anyway. He does like, it anyway. I'm like, whose side is Bernard on? I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it's just. And now, our two protagonists aren't protagonists. Maybe they're anti-heroes but like there's well, not enough yeah. depth to care <laughs> yeah and well and there were so many things like there's the whole plot with uh the main two there yeah being like a romantic couple in yeah. paris at like a different time and they kept cutting to them being in other places and i was like i don't really what are we doing this seems like just a reason to have priyanka like naked yeah definitely you know what I mean? Like, there's that. I, I the first eye roll of the episode is when I walk in. And they've clearly like it's like morning in Paris, yeah. and they've you know totally slept together the night before. Oh yeah. And 
he comes in and he's fully dressed. He has like a button down on pants, <laughs> shoes. Yeah. And she's sitting there in like a button down and nothing else. Right. And like, you know, like not even like with like one button down of like, right. oh, I guess I have to not be completely naked. Right, right, right. And they have a conversation. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Are we not addressing like, is he going somewhere? Right. Or, like, do they like. Where are you coming from? What is happening? Like. <laughs> also, why did they all just start saying fuck all the time? Now, just this episode, everyone, right? Like, they just started swearing so much. And I was like, they haven't been doing this the whole time. <laughs> like, that to me seems like something that's like the Amazon algorithm being like, yeah. anyone who's going to care will stop watching this after two episodes. So right. at the third episode, we can start swearing a whole lot because people who are more invested don't care. Statistically, this, 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 this. Right. Algorithm, algorithm, formula. And I forgot even that that lady, his wife, is like, they bring her yeah. in for no fucking re Like, oh, God, I can't even. Yeah. I can't. I'm like remembering parts of the episode that just infuriated me. <laughs> like, why was she Well, it's like in? we get massive. we get massive backstory on a character that, like, we don't know at all. I think before this, she's had, like, two scenes. Yeah. As and two I'm different like, people. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like. I'm like, how is this much character development on a minor character something you do in the third to last episode of the season? Right. Right. Like, like you, like we don't have anything about our main characters. Right. Nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, does Mason just never get his memories back now? Is that where we're, I feel like that's where we're going is like the wife is going to get her memories back, even sure. though they were destroyed. And it's going to be like how Mason get, but it's like, that's like, I don't, I don't care. And does it matter? I'm going to finish it now, but I'm like. I'm mad. Man, <laughs> it's just like 200 million. Oh, dude. It's fucking wild. It's, it sucks. And also, like, last thing. Does he need his memories back? Because apparently he can fight still. Like, they yeah. go in there, guns blazing. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> like, this guy was totally hapless, like, one episode ago. And now he's, like, on par with her shooting yeah. these guys. And it's just, oh my God. The body remembers. Sure, I guess it, I guess so. Sometimes. And he has, he has no uh, moral qualms with like killing a bunch of people. That he, he doesn't know whether they're good or bad. Like. Yeah. He's just like, oh, all right, I guess all I'll, right. I'll do what I got to do. It's uh, like, I got no choice but to kill these people except, you know, not go in the room. Or not being here because he puts himself in the situation when it's like, yeah. why are you here? Go back to your yeah. wife and kid, dude, which you've seemed to forgot all about, like completely. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. Citadel's terrible, guys. This is really, really bad. I will say one last thing I want to point out. Um, there is a scene where uh, I don't even know. What, are, what is the main character? What is Priyanka Chopra Jonas's uh, character name? Nadia. There is a green dress that Nadia wears. Oh, that is not in the shop the look because i saw it and i was like ooh i wonder what they have for that because not, we we looked when we talked about it last week yeah. and they had the red dress and it was like 2 grand i'm like right. how what is and not, not there, there at all so they're not even like whole assing the like shop no. the look no they're like nobody's watching this no one's clicked on this thing yet nobody knows it's there <laughs> oh god yeah um well citadel sucks. anyway yeah 